Welcome to Beer Breath Podcast. Um, this is your fill-in host, Mike, last-minute fill-in host. Um, Curtis had to attend to some issues with Bishop. I think they're going to the doctor. It sounds like he has a little bit of a cough. Wasn't too happy when I showed up. Um, so hopefully little Bishop's okay. But um, I'm going to fill in. It's just me and Sam. I think we might get a little uh, little NBA talk since it's topical. Get it in while we can since it's almost over, I guess. Maybe some U.S. Open talk is this upcoming weekend. NHL Game 7. Um, I think we might have maybe a food topic. Um, oh, we got one. We got a food one. Okay, we got a pretty good food topic. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. So get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. All right. Well, I guess we'll just jump right in. Um, I guess we'll go NBA first since that was the most recent thing that just happened this last, I guess, Monday night. Which I don't know if uh, Sam stayed up for that whole thing or if he uh, fell asleep before the game was over, since it was it was kind of late, I guess. Yeah, it was 10:30, a thirty. Yeah, 11. it was a yeah, it was a little late. Did you? Um, I stayed up until uh, I think it was early fourth. The Warriors had kind of controlled the game um, by the time I went to bed, so I was under the assumption that they were going to win. But then I guess Toronto came back and was up about five. Or so late, and then KD or um, KD uh, <laughs> came back from the dead. <laughs> um, Steph and Clay hit some threes at the end, and then oh, we were also gonna touch on. Did you see Lowry's last shot? <laughs> yeah, I watched that live. I ca- see. I thought it got tipped though, so okay, I think he's so- kind of getting destroyed for no reason. <laughs> so I but was who trying. Knows? I was trying to slow it down to see if it got tipped like a bunch. Yeah, I. I didn't analyze it that much, but I thought it got tipped. Otherwise, that was insane how bad that was if it didn't. So so for, for everyone out there, he had a corner three, which, once again, never will understand. But I guess you're used to shooting threes, right? Mm-hmm. But what And that's where you can get the most open shots is, is a three-pointer, even though you're down one. But he uh, gets the ball pretty open in the corner. Like, not even really the full corner, right? Like, he had a little bit yeah. of room. Yeah, he had some room back there. And he had somebody closing out to his right as he's a right-handed shooter, so he's got to like kind of get it off, and we're not sure for his sake if it got tipped by the guy running at him or not. But anyways, it hit the side of the backboard. So- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Draymond closed out on him. So, yeah. I mean, it easily could have got tipped, and but it also just could have easily been that bad of a shot by Kyle Lowry. R- Right. It was a little rough. I mean, obviously, it's kind of rushed. You know, he's got to get it off before the guy gets there. It's the end of the game. Um, But anyways, Warriors win the game, um, which a little bit surprising in Toronto. Um, Not surprising because they're, you know, the the champs, the three times in the last four years. The most devastating part, and I don't even really know who I'm cheering for in this series. um, Yeah, I have no idea. Because, Yeah. I go back and forth for some reason. Like, I'm like, I don't really like, I don't know, sometimes Drake just pisses me off and like, I don't, 
Uh, not that I don't like Canada or anything, but like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, it'd be cool to see somebody new besides the Warriors win. Right. So I, I don't know. I've been going back and forth, but I think I'm on the Warriors now. Cause if they somehow came back, that would be insane. That would be, that would be legendary as far as four and five. That would put them up there with, and, and they're already up there as far as a uh, dynasty, but. I mean, you're closing in on Bulls with their two three-peats. Um, mm-hmm. This would be the, the three-peat and then four or five. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree. Like, I, I was the exact same way. I'm like, all right, screw the Warriors. Let's see what the Raptors got. And then <clears throat> without KD, and then when Clay went down, it's like, dude, this is lame. Like, I don't, I don't want to see them. You know, this is the way they go out with all these injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but then anyways, to, on the injury front, uh KD went down. It's kind of like a surreal, just like just a sad moment. Uh, he was just planting to go, like dribbling, and his his calf like compressed. I tried not to watch it because that makes me so cringy. Because like yeah, you can almost feel it yourself. Yeah, I could after watching it in slow mo when it zoomed in on his calf. It was see, I don't know. It just looked like something like kind of exploded in his leg. Yeah, or something. Ah. I don't know, <laughs> but. He has he has sticks for legs anyway, so who even knows how anything's in there besides yeah, just bone? That's true. There's just like a slight like little bit of tendon um, <laughs> yeah. in there in general, but uh, looked pretty bad, and you can tell from most guys' reactions uh, like that. So mm-hmm. that was pretty much the overarching story because he came out and was just incredible to start the game. Yeah. He was just so sick, like just bang bang two threes, like looks completely fine, moving around great. Uh, so huge kind of bummer there and everyone's, you know, all right, well, congratulations to Toronto on winning this series, but uh, right then just with mm-hmm. everybody with their reactions. But I mean, it kind of did feel like it was over at that point. Um, yeah. And it, it, at the very end too, it kind of felt like it was almost over again when Toronto went up again and then, uh, Clay and Steph hit a, a few threes. Um, to put them up by three, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they got uh, the ball back with like 15 seconds or something like that. And then Boogie got called for a moving screen. So Toronto got the ball back. Or wait, at that point, Golden State was only up one. So Toronto got the ball back off a moving screen call with like seven seconds left. That's pretty then- wild. Yeah, were they gonna? They, they were gonna foul, or was there just a shot clock close to? No, it, it was a shot clock. It would have been there. I misspoke when I said fifteen seconds. There was okay. like twenty. There was like twenty nine seconds or something like that. Gotcha. So they weren't gonna foul, and then they called an offensive foul, and Toronto got the ball back, and then Kyle Lowry spiked it off the side of the backboard, <laughs> and that was game over. <laughs> yeah, Dom, or I forget who was texting. I think Dom was saying. Uh, is he like this guy? And he showed, uh, I forget exactly what it's from, but uh, we were just looking at different memes. And there's the one <laughs> the one that's everybody's favorite is the um, guy with the super high shorts who's just bricking it everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where it's, where it, the captions like says something to the effect of, oh, yeah, I'm just going to run around and play defense. I won't shoot much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just bricking them. But, um, yeah, I mean, it it. We're, I was talking about it here in with the Warriors winning the game. Then they come back home. So, And granted, they've lost both home games, but they've got game six at home. 
you know, you think you can ride some momentum, and then you got to think all the pressure is on the Raptors, right? If if it mm-hmm. gets to seven, yeah, for sure. If it gets to seven, yeah. So, not big NBA fans, but um, we found ourselves watching a little bit of it. Um, the intrigue with KD being back. Um, that first seven minutes of the game, when everyone was hitting everything, that's. I mean, it's super fun to watch. Yeah, uh, I wish the entire game. I thought the entire game was going to be like that, but I know. it didn't end up being like that, which kind of sucks. But yeah, once they started missing, you're like, ah, no point. I, I yeah. like, I don't like the NBA unless something crazy happens. But uh, the other story that came up in the NBA this last week was Paul Pierce admitting, and Mike Mike told me before this he hadn't heard. So no. there was this the final is a brand new story to me. <laughs> there's the finals years ago. Um, I think everyone remembers it. It was when they had the uh, Boston Three Party or whatever. The mm-hmm. um, Garnett, Pierce, and Ray Allen. Right, exactly. So they had that group, and they were super good playing probably the Lakers, right? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, but they're in the final. I don't even actually know. It could have even been in the playoffs. The, the, all that's the backstory is relevant. But Paul Pierce got wheeled out. On a wheelchair, literally wheeled out on a wheelchair. Like that's not an exaggeration. We exaggerate. We exaggerate a lot. He got wheeled out on a wheelchair. So, but it didn't. He was obviously writhing in pain. Quotation mark pain. Uh, so, but at the at the time, you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like I don't think we really nothing really seemed to have happened or or anything. And then. It was and then he prob- comes running back out of the tunnel, right? <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes later, <laughs> comes jogging back out and like scores a bunch of points. And everyone's like, well, I- obviously during the game, they're like, oh, my God. And everyone's like, what in the world just happened? And then I, I don't remember what the explanation was right away. He, he was cramping or... I think you he know. just thought it like heard something pop and it scared him or something like right. that. <laughs> right. So apparently what he heard pop was his butthole. <laughs> Um, so he came out see i don't get the reasoning for him coming out and saying this so my theory is here paul pierce has been the worst prediction worse than the beer breath podcast as far as (laughs) predicting sports he had the boston series over after game one and then the bucks absolutely throttled the next four games (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had like five other predictions wrong and they're even Jalen and the other guys are even trashing him when when he was making picks because they're like oh man I can't I can't pick what you're picking you've been terrible <laughs> yeah. um, and he's, he's had a bunch of other bunch of other terrible picks uh, in general so I don't know if he's just trying to if people had started coming at him for that and then bringing up old stuff too like hey remember when you thought you were hurt and you really were completely fine <laughs> remember when they you made them wheel you out on a wheelchair <laughs> yeah. and then yeah jogged out five minutes later miraculously. Out. all right so the story is so he came out and said he actually shit his pants like he shit his pants that's why he had to go he didn't get too graphic into um, if he thought it was going to run down his leg. That's why well, he couldn't. Yeah, they were in white Celtics unis, right? <laughs> yeah, they were in the white unis. And people have, you know, done the zoom-ins to try and see if they could see spots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the most part, like, like, people are going too crazy. For the most part, your um, 
Like it's not going to stain it brown on the outside unless like that would unless be ins- it's complete butt mud. <laughs> it would be insane. So everyone's like, "Oh, I see some brown there." It's like, well, you you should be looking for like some something like um like a bag like uh, uh you know what I mean? Like you can tell when someone shit their pants like if it's like kind of sagging. Looks like a diaper. Yeah, diaper yeah. <laughs> looks like a diaper on there. So, uh, Tony Allen actually has to, that's, this is where a lot of it, people are like, oh, this is definitely true because you, all the still shots of Tony Allen helping carry him, he's like so distraught <laughs> and like, he's his, got it, poo on his hands, probably. his face. Yeah. And he, he's like looking away like, man, this motherfucker, like, God damn, he's so angry. And, uh, one of his hands though, in some of the theories, <laughs> the theories, <laughs> <laughs> Is that like he's like cupping his butthole? He really is, though. So <laughs> maybe to to try and keep it from coming out. It makes sense why they would put him in a wheelchair if he's super scared about it See? showing through his uniform. Well, it, yes, yes. So if I did that, I like that because is- even they keep the cameras on you when you're jogging into the locker room. So obviously, <laughs> if he's sitting on the ground and he pooed himself, there's gonna probably be seepage at some point. Right. It's so smart because if. And if you, so if you were walking to the locker room and you had it in your shorts or it was still coming out, you've got to be waddling. And then yeah. everyone's already making assumptions at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, re- you really, don't want to, if you're going to fake injury to, because <laughs> you shit yourself, you want to go all out. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you don't ju- want to just literally half ass it and then <laughs> have the real reason you were writhing in pain on the ground because you shit yourself. It's a genius move, though. Talk about quick thinking. So this mm-hmm. makes me think that it's happened before to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, that could be. Which wouldn't surprise me, you know, being a former University of Kansas player. Yeah. Um, so speaking of thinking quick on your feet, I was in accounting class one time, <laughs> and uh, I had to go. Like There wasn't a question. It wasn't a matter of holding it for another 30 minutes until class was over. It was I had to go. But there's no way you can, like, politely just leave the classroom when you really have to shit because then everybody knows you're gone for a while. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that guy just left because he had a poo. But so I I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? So I um, pretended that I was, like, getting a phone call. And I, like, pretended that it rang multiple times. So it was, like, something kind of important. And so I faked like I was on the phone and left the counting <laughs> class to go use the bathroom. Oh my god! Did you come back? Uh, yeah, I came back. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you like probably what every ten seconds kept looking at your phone, like pretend like yeah. it was vibrating. Yeah, like something was happening. And I was, I finally just like, I like pretend like I answered it and was waiting to get out of the room until I said hello, and then I talked on the phone. <laughs> How long did, How long in the hallway did you keep it up to your ear? Uh, not very because <laughs> there wasn't anybody out there. So, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's great. So, you know, no, that's 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 a genius move. I'm sure I've had uh, a number of scares in my life. I don't have anything um, to Paul Pierce's level. No, not during... getting wheelchaired off of <laughs> No, no. But um, super smart by him. 
don't quite understand coming out with it because no one asked about it <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, there was no motivation. It's not like somebody <laughs> called him out and was like, I heard it's just because you shit yourself. And he had to confirm that. It was, he just said it out. Yeah, yeah. He just, very odd. So uh, maybe we'll, we'll, uh, dig deeper into the story. I mean, I just thought it was funny in general on, on Twitter. And, and of course, on Twitter, then everyone's doing investigations on it. (laughs) So, um, trying to zoom in as far as possible on every picture of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it seriously does make sense, though, because it makes perfect sense. You can't come back from a, even if you're faking, like, let's say you're semi-faking it, you're not coming back Mm-mm. from being wheeled off. Even if it's maybe, let's say, just like a sprained knee and you thought you tore your ACL, you can't come back and play. No. So I wonder, I want to know, I wish that, like, one of the doctors or somebody that came out there was mic'd up <laughs> and whatever he said. And he's like, all right, listen, I just shit myself. I'm not actually hurt. I need you to get a couple guys off the bench. I'm so hurt that I can't walk. They're going to have to pick me up by both legs, carry me off the court. There's going to be a wheelchair there. They're going to set me down, and I'm going to go inside, finish my business, wipe my ass, and come back out and play. Also may need a new pair of compressions and <laughs> yeah. shorts. Also, also tell- get the shower warmed up because I'm going to take a shower. Also tell Tony Allen that he's got to grab my bung so that none of it comes out when he's carrying me to the wheelchair. That's so not dripping onto the court. <laughs> so we don't have a full cleanup. Um, so, yeah, that's obviously the more exciting story as compared to the NBA Finals. Um, but uh, Paul Pierce uh, confirmed pooer of his pants, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it, it, no, it, it happens. Yeah, it happens from time to time. You know, he could have had some, some bad... Uh, seafood the day before maybe had some nachos for lunch i feel like i'm putting myself on blast here but there's another story i could probably tell that um (laughs) i don't know if i want to though (laughs) about the trip to to summer conditioning one one year in high school but i thought it was i I thought it was gonna be shit your pants friday oh no (laughs) not that (laughs) no this was uh this is a different story that's probably more embarrassing, honestly. So I might have to just uh, stew on this and see if I want to work up the courage to talk, tell it on the, All right, for the ta- world to hear. Table it for now. So yeah. from uh, NBA Finals, so there's actually for as much as we hate the sporting landscape right now, um, basically just no football, and it seems like an eternity until football, there is the U.S. Open coming up this weekend. Um for golf, which is always a fun tournament. To me, gets a little hokey sometimes, uh, in general with the layout of the course and mm-hmm. how they set up how they set up the course, the rough, the greens, all all of those things um get a little bit hokey. But it is cool that it's at Pebble this year. Uh I feel like I haven't watched a important tournament at Pebble in a while. Obviously the huge one was was Tiger's uh, 10-stroke win, I think it was back in uh, 2000 or um, early 2000s when he absolutely murdered the competition um, yeah. back when he was in his prime. But to lead into this, um, I just just give a little background before we go into odds and see if we can pick better than Paul Pierce on <laughs> odds, is on Sunday, Rory went absolutely insane. And so... Uh, they he actually went into the final round tied with um, 
Webb Simpson. He was just in front of Shane Lowry, who is un- speaking of which, he's the Mike lookalike. Is that right? Yeah, he. But is. then we also have another one. In golf or just in general? Just in general. Oh yeah, the in general one. I don't know who it is. I forgot. Some Ta- NASCAR driver. Yeah, Taylor. Um, let me see if I can find his name real quick. We'll post this for sure. His name is Taylor Canfield, and it is seriously Mike. That's <laughs> like the most unbelievable doppelganger of all time. Um, but anyways, back to back to golf. So Rory came in tied uh, going into Sunday at the Canadian Open, which no one really plays the week before the U.S. Open. Um, there, there was a decent amount of people, but whatever. It's still a it's still a PGA tournament, but um, he started off like he i think it was five or six under on the front and then he reels off four straight birdies on the back through 14 he's nine under and it's a par 71 or uh, 70 so he's just got to shoot 11 under to, to at this point he's blowing away the field so he's just got to shoot two under on the last four holes to get to the 59 well he pars 15 16 he bogeys so i'm like oh man we're it's done for you know like he's gotta shoot three under on the last two well he eagles 17 so so he's to 10 under and then 18 um i actually didn't see but uh my brother was texting me he said that uh he went in the bunker and then it seemed like he tried to make the bunker shot obviously right like wouldn't you try to you're winning by nine eight nine strokes like you might as well make it not to yeah, there's no point not to. And then um, he just had like a like a ten footer, and he he didn't make it. But it would have just been for sixty, so irrelevant at that point. But um, that leads into the U.S. Open. So Rory's obviously uh, trending well, and uh, the odds reflect that. Um, the some of the wild things we talked about about the course in the U.S. Open, they always do this, but uh, we saw some. We were talking earlier in the week about videos that we saw, and I forget who was out there. I'm pretty sure it was a PGA Pro uh, last week who didn't play. Yeah, Do you I remember? Think so. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. But well, yeah. f- first of all, he's standing out there, and it's right off the ocean um, in California, so it's insanely windy usually. Yeah. Uh, so his pants are like he looks like he's wearing parachute pants. But then, anyways, he's uh, they p- they put realistic rough. I believe around like some of the practice area. I-, I think that's where he was, or he could have been on the course. But anyways, he just tossed it lightly, tossed the ball lightly in the air, like not no big deal, not like a super penetrating ball flight, and it just disappeared in the rough. Um, so then you know he was like, I honestly don't know where it is, and he's looking for it, um, and they you have to identify your ball, and so then he he found it. And he's like, you literally can't get more than a wedge on this, so. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how guys handle it. I'm not exactly uh, bullish on Tiger. Yeah, just, I was just going to say that exact same thing. That doesn't uh, make me uh, too confident in Tiger's game if the if he hits it off the fairway and it's that insane. Right. And he's he's been better with his driver at times, but we talk about Augusta being perfect because there's really not that much stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um where you know if if you can get away with a few little misses and you'll you could be in the pines or whatever, but it's not like this stuff. So uh, not too confident with uh, with Tiger. So I would 
you know, obviously you will be cheering for him, but you're probably going to look more towards um, some straighter guys off the tee uh, in, in general. So Rory obviously is a phenomenal driver, has really always been. Um, yeah. And uh, another one from Cray, he actually sent me, because we always talk about how Rory can never do anything from like inside 150 yards and apparently from like 75 to 150 Rory was uh, 200 plus ranked in the world. Um, obviously, that was not the case this weekend because he shot 64 and then 61. But he uh, he really just needs to be average at those because, like, if you think about skill wise, I mean, I'm putting him up with Brooks and with Dustin as far as just pure skill all around yeah. the board. Yeah, um, I'd say so. So those three guys are are really the, you know, when you're when you're putting to if you're putting together like a prototype golfer, um, you would you'd probably start with with those guys' skill set, but um, he's just got to put it together. I mean, probably still not a good pick because you you'll see Rory do this every once in a while, destroy, and then he'll miss a cut, and you're like, what the hell even happened? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I I can't figure out about Rory's game is sometimes he looks like the best golfer in the world easily. Yeah. And other times you you just forget about him cuz he misses cuts on like bigger tournaments. Right, just, I know. He just doesn't play well. I'm, so I don't I never if I was actually betting on it, I'd have would have a hard time ever really betting on Rory, but yeah. I think he either he barely made the cut at the PGA. I'm pretty sure. Um, so some good odds here. What do you think, Finau at 35 to one? That yeah. seems like a, a decent money pick there. Um, yeah, because he's got his short little fairway finder driver. That's right. Anyways, it's, <laughs> he's got his qu- quarter swing. Yeah, just pokes him out there that he can take with that. Uh, the, the one guy who's been playing really well. Um, in general and obviously is, is Patrick Cantley um, with a recent win at the PGA. And obviously the main guys are at the top. Brooks, Dustin, Tiger, Rory, Jordan um, are all at uh, 14 to one or under Brooks and Dustin are at eight, to, eight to one. Um, so I would say, what do we, we've got, What's Phil at? Phil's at thirty to one. Wouldn't be too bad. You know what's insane? Patrick must be playing really bad lately. He's down at eighty to one. Hmm. It's good, not though. surprised, but not surprised. Kind of happy too. <laughs> yeah, kind of happy. Uh, Cooch at forty to one. Martin Keimer at sixty to one. He played good a few weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. But in in general, we'll just be watching. Hopefully, it's available for us to watch. It's on Fox, so hopefully we can stream it. Um, one of the things I want to get in on this besides just the tournament is so Pebble, you know, it probably costs $600 with a caddy. Um, but that would be one of the kind of bucket list courses I would, I would put on there just based on scenery, uh, historical, everything that's, that's there. Um, masters will be undoubtedly number one, but Pebble, you can actually play. Uh, yeah. So if if we're doing like ones you can actually play, I would I would have Pebble and and Whistling Straits um, probably as my top two, 
in, in general. It'd be fun to go down to TPC Sawgrass, but um, I don't know. That course isn't that like unique besides the Island Green. Yeah. Um, yeah, I cool. would – I'd probably put Pebble on there, but I don't – all these bucket list ones, I would need to get way better at golf to actually well, enjoy yeah. playing them. Because at Pebble, if you don't find the fairway, then you're done, basically, for the hole. Like, <laughs> with an average golfer like me and you, yeah. A, you're probably not finding a ball if you don't have people out there spotting it. And B, you're not advancing it out of there. There's yeah. no way. That's, well, that's true. insane. But yeah. Hypothetically, if we we're good at golfers, or yeah. when you retire, like if you're playing every day, because um, let's be honest, I mean, I'm not. None of us are spending thousands of dollars to go out and shoot, you know, to take a trip out to any of these places. But um, maybe when we're practicing more and we're we're older, we can uh, we can go out to some of these. But I, I would I would say Pebble is would be on there whistling, um, whistling bongs maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's. That takes over Augusta as the number one one, probably. Yeah. The one the one hole whistling bung with the uh, elevated tee box that's Dom 500 says he, feet in the air. Dom says he wouldn't want to play Wolf Creek. So Wolf Creek's the one in Vegas where um, it's basically fairway and then canyons. I mean, yeah. at those ones I wouldn't care because you just hit it out of play. You're like, oh, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. It's it's off that cliff. You just watch it go far <laughs> off the cliff, and it's like, well, that was actually kind of cool. All right, actually, I'll just drop over there, I guess. Yeah, I'll just drop there. I mean, I'm not re-teeing. I'll just drop up there. Like, mm. If you count the canyon, that thing went like 450, so, <laughs> yeah. so it was a pretty decent shot in general. Uh, I think it would be fun to play Wolf Creek, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones in well, like the United Saint States. S- so overseas, obviously St Andrews historically for the mm-hmm. obviously all the tradition there, and I don't think that would be too difficult, right? Because no. it, like, not not to say not to say like it'd be easy, but as far as finding your ball and stuff, because the holes run next to each other and you know that sort yeah, of stuff. And I I feel like I'd be somewhat prepared for that because it seems like you're always hitting off uneven surfaces. So if I played Colbert a couple times beforehand. I'd That's probably right. be pretty pretty well prepared to play St. Andrews. But yeah, there's some older ones over there along the coast that would be pretty cool to play too, just because they're different than anything you can yeah. really find here. Yeah, and and if I was over there, or even if I'm playing any of these, but particularly if I was over there, I know I really wouldn't be, you know, caring about it's like dude, it's twenty thirty mile per hour winds off the coast. Like I don't mm-hmm. care if I shoot a hundred and 15 see that you know i don't i don't i don't know at that point it's more for the experience than to actually shoot a good round of golf right right you have a couple like i would just need like two pars basically to to keep me from feel better (laughs) make me feel better exactly um but yeah i don't have anything really else we got stanley cup game seven will be on wednesday night so tonight when everyone's listening to this um bruins and blues so we've we've talked on previous ones about who we really want to win um chara played with his jaw broken (laughs) that was insane took a puck to the face and then just played with a mask so if anyone ever thinks about who's a tough sports players uh you can go right to hockey at the top of the list yeah i would like to see his x-ray because i'm sure it was shattered it wasn't just like barely cracked i'm sure it was shattered and to wear the face mask, he had to wear the chin strap 
on like on his chin. So yeah, there's it was no a way weird that, mask. Yes, there's no way that felt good trying to put that on. I'm assuming his up. the whole like I'm assuming most of his face is probably numb at that point though. Yeah, they probably just shoot him up full bunch of ads <laughs> and stuff. They're they're like blink if you want to play cuz we were thinking about putting you out there. <laughs> <laughs> we made sure. this we made this ridiculous ass looking helmet so you can uh, go out there and play. And <laughs> the clutch thing is is he's like 6 7 so he stands taller than everything else so he doesn't usually have to worry about getting hit in the face as much but yeah yeah so uh game seven still have no idea this has kind of been the similar to the nba usually i'll have a team once i start watching it um i don't even know who i want to win so um i'll probably watch a little bit of it haven't been too yeah i haven't too watched hardly hockey. any any of this year's i don't i watched more last year than i did this year i don't know if it's just because i don't like either of the teams yeah yeah, I was but, the same way. I, I watched a considerable amount more last year, maybe because Vegas was in it. And yeah, that's that's probably true. Vegas and Washington was a, a for me a little bit better story. Washington, you know, trying to finally get over the hump. Yeah, um, and, that was and there's cool. ex, there's exciting players like Ovi was exciting. But I don't know. I mm-hmm. it's not really too much. Too, Who's the other guy on the on the Caps that like after the game? Was talking about his dad or whatever. Oh, Oshi? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, it was yeah, Oshi, TJ yeah. Oshi. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool afterwards, too. But there's really no cool players on either the Bruins or. No. T- Tarasenko's on the Blues. He's pretty good. They have a they have a rookie goalie or a goalie that I've never heard of um, on the Blues as well. But uh, in general, so that'll be wrapped up. Uh, we did god awful on our picks as far as. <laughs> picking uh teams i think each round we had to choose new ones and we uh we failed pretty miserably at that so yeah so might as well keep it going and say who's gonna win um we'll go this is the full prediction cast we'll go tony finau for the u.s open okay so he's assuredly not to make the cut (laughs) yeah there's no chance he's done after the first day we will go bruins over blues Two to one, low score. Okay, that means it'll be three to two end of first period. So um, don't take these to the bank in the slightest. <laughs> the uh, was there? There was some other sport. You said you saw uh, U.S. women's national team today. Oh yeah, that was on today. Well, Tuesday. Yeah, but they played Thailand because the World C- Women's World Cup is starting, or it started. Last oh, this week, actually. Maybe? This actually counts as the World Cup? This yeah, they're, like in, prelims? they're in prelims? No, they're in group play right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they, I think how the World Cup works, I don't watch soccer, but you have four teams in your group, and then the top two out of that group advance. They all play each other. And then there's another thing, and then it's the World Cup, I think. I, yeah, yeah I okay. No yeah, because I remember, like, it's like round robin, and then the U.S. men advance, and everyone freaked out to the next mm-hmm. round, then lost. Yeah. So the women's team was playing Thailand today, and it was, I can't remember what the score was before it was even halfway over, but I I want to say it was seven to nothing. <laughs> before <laughs> half? I can't remember if it was before half, or there was still at least 30 minutes left yeah. to play, so it could have been in the second half, but early in the second half 
or whatever you call it in soccer. I think it's halves, isn't it? Yeah, halves. Halves look good, or sound good. Anyway, so um, I was at work, and my boss is a pretty big soccer fan, so he had it on, and he just kept updating. He's like, oh, there's another goal. Oh, they scored again. And it ended at 13 and nothing. <laughs> 13 and nothing in a soccer game. Like, And it was like it was like every two minutes a goal was scored. So it wasn't like there was just a barrage all of a sudden. It was so, just constant. So the thing that's wild about that is Thailand had to do something to get there. Like you don't oh, yeah. just automatically qualify. So they had no. to beat somebody. Yeah. And Thailand, I think, is usually pretty good. I think I remember from the last World Cup they were in it. And I think they, they're like, I can't remember, like 34, ranked 34th or something like that. Yeah, so not out of all the World Cup low. teams. No. So, yeah, they, <laughs> and the, uh, the Thailand keeper got, I don't know what happened to her, but she was hurt. <laughs> and then she, she stayed in, <laughs> but then it just didn't even get any better. They just kept destroying her. Oh, we got to see the stats. I wonder, like, did, did they just shoot 14 times she made one save, or do you think they blasted her with, like, 35 shots? I, that can't happen. Sure. No. I feel like soccer, if you have more than 10 shots, that's, like, a phenomenal game, right? Yeah. If you get just to get 13 shots on goal, yeah. let alone score on 13 of them, <laughs> is insane. <laughs> so, I think it was the record for the most goal scored in a World okay. Cup match. God, I would hope so. So... Yeah. um. But the one thing that they do have going for them, Thailand, is uh, they can go home and have pad thai. (laughs) (laughs) The most American Thai dish of all time. (laughs) Literally probably made by Americans. There's no way they eat it at all. No. (laughs) Um, It is good, though, but there's no way it's like an actual food over there. It's true. It's phenomenal. Um, so with that transitioning into, <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a transition, let's go. Uh, so over the weekend, um, or about the past week, and this is not new to me at all, um, cause I love all sauces, um, with, with everything. So I just noticed as I was kind of prepping and thinking about what we want to talk about for a, a food topic is how many foods like I enjoy um, and we can do either a ranking um, or, or how we want however we want to go with this but dipping mm-hmm. so certain food items that you dip into a sauce and a lot of them you need that sauce like the sauce is essential yes yeah. they're not standalone items they're not standalone items some of them though are like an, an addition to your meal like you don't need it to be dipped in there mm-hmm. um like it could be on it so for example uh one of the co-workers i went to got sliders and she got thousand island uh sauce as like a dipping sauce this is just how they did it and mm-hmm. i had them like obviously she didn't eat them all uh so i ate them leftover like even leftover the next day and dipped it in that so- the thousand island sauce and it was phenomenal now Obviously, you can have the sauce right on the burgers, but since they're sliders, they're easy to dip, yeah. and it just it was like a better experience dipping them into um, the Thousand Island than I could have just opened it and poured it and yeah. done it. And like that's that. the thing, though, is it has to be an easy dipper because if it's something that like falls apart and like half of it falls into the sauce, and then right. you don't really get any on it because the part that got dipped is in the sauce thing now. 
then yeah, that ruins the experience. That's a that's a phenomenal point. So when I I also then recently had an Italian beef wrap. So I talk about Italian beef a lot. Uh, we did the fast food draft, and I had Portillo's winning, <laughs> which is <laughs> Italian beef. Um, but uh, for non Chicago people, basically, I um like a roast beef type of sandwich, but way better. Yeah. Uh, French French dip, if you know it, if you know what that is. But I had an Italian beef wrap. So it was a you know wrapped up. You know how a lot of places can wrap; they'll wrap anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so an Italian beef wrap had the uh, like mozzarella and the peppers and stuff inside already. But then I got a cup of cheese as well. And what was huge about this cup of regular like nacho style cheese is that it was in. You made a great point. Like a like a big bowl. Like Whoa. so. Yeah, I was kind of nervous because I was just going to make my dipping work. I I created this on my own, obviously. The cheese doesn't come with it. Um, But I knew that it could potentially be dry in the wrap. So I got the... And you can pretty much dip anything in nacho cheese. Won't you agree? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't think... I could think of more things you could than couldn't easily. Exactly. Like so, a shoe, you could yeah, easily. Exactly. So I had that, and I I purposely tried it plain. I was like, "This is good," and then I dipped it. I was like, "This is phenomenal." So <laughs> it took it to the next level. <laughs> so I was like sitting there eating it both ways to to uh to like rank it in my head, <laughs> like a complete idiot. I was I just imagining taking one bite normal. You're like, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> Dip it. Oh, my God. And then go back to a regular bite. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was doing. And then go back to dip. You're like, holy shit. It's like, why would I ever not dip it? And then sometimes you'd not dip it to just be like, you know, you know, I'll try something different. You know, be a normal person for a second. <laughs> then you're like, oh, God. But I also got tots, which I also dipped in that cheese. Yeah. So, um, phenomenal. Tots, though, tots are pretty good. Just plain too. Tater tots are, are great in general. But that got me. So those were two that are, you know, you don't really necessarily have to dip um, at all. But some of the, you know, greatest all time dipping. Uh, I mean, you can get into this too. So mott sticks, right? Obviously, yeah. So I feel like a mott stick, like let's put it at, we'll just do. Uh, should we do our scale? We'll just do a regular uh, scale. It's a 10, right? Like a mott stick is mm. normally a 10 Yeah. with marinara. I feel like a mott stick without marinara, it, it takes it down like a few notches, yeah, right? It's still, yeah, it takes it down a notch. It's still pretty high on the scale. <laughs> it's still pretty good, but I mean, you need. it's a lot of bread and cheese, so it's a mm. tough eat. It's yeah. a tough eat with that marinara not sliding down your gullet, too. Especially when it's, like, fresh and, like, homemade marinara and it's hot. The marinara is hot. Then it makes it even better. <clears throat> yeah, so mott sticks with the marinara, big time. Um, big time dipping food. Obviously, you know, the main one that we talk about and or, you know, that everyone knows is just chips and dip or chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. Um that's a little bit different on the on the scale of dipping foods, I would say. <laughs> if we're going to get real technical. <laughs> yeah. Chips and dip, chips and salsa. Uh, chips and salsa particularly, because I can eat potato chips plain, as I always do. Chip yeah. review coming soon, by the way. Wow. Um, we'll, have a, we'll have a chip review for you by this weekend, uh, a new one that um, I'm pretty excited. It actually relates to some of the content we've talked about already. Um, 
which uh, that'll leave your brain in a blender um, <laughs> yeah. for, uh, for this weekend. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, like, I really, you know, even Rotel, like, cheese Rotel dip, that's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Any yeah. of those dips, like, we, any dip that you bring to a Super Bowl party or... Yeah, queso, yeah, the Rotel dip, salsa just in general, uh, the French onion dip, obviously, for chips, um... Spin- yeah, I'm a big fan of spinach dip. Like I yeah, even like spinach, that. Yeah, spinach and artichoke. Artichoke, artichoke. Yeah. Super good. Yeah, that you could go on and on about chips and right chips and dip. That's stuff. a little different from my my dipping because everyone does that. Mm-hmm. For for me, like doing a wrap and the <laughs> burger is a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, wings. So wings um, are kind of I don't know how to because you're. You're talking about ranch, obviously, or blue cheese. You go with blue cheese. So um, those are pretty big dipping, at least for me, because if I'm going hot on my wings, I need a little bit to cut it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are pretty high on my dippable dippable items as far as food items that I really, really like. Yeah. Um, One that came to mind for me, uh, chicken strips, you could dip. There's so many different sauces that you could dip chicken strips in and still be good. Chicken um, sh- chicken strips are that one I would feel like is even more fur like further without a yeah. sauce down. Chicken strip without a sauce, yeah, is that probably a five point deduction? There's yeah. uh, there's not many times I could eat just a plain chicken strip without some sort of sauce to dip it in. Yeah, like even if it, we got in a bind, and normally I'm not gonna have ketchup, but if there's ketchup, I'm going ketchup over a plain chicken strip. Yeah, yeah, easily. So that that I would honestly, I'd have to think really, really hard about a item that because I'll even eat a tortilla chip plain many of times before I'd eat a chicken <laughs> strip. Yeah, that that's almost more out of necessity because. You're poor, and that's all you have in your pantry is tortilla <laughs> chips. <laughs> and they're just from my mom, too. Yeah. Um, another one I'm thinking about is uh, pretzels and cheese dip. Yeah. I, that's see, that's a, that's an underrated one. You mean like the harder, medium hard cheese? Yeah. Like a, yeah. like not nacho spicy nacho right. cheese, like the cheddar dipping sauce. Yeah, I got to get pretzels. some of that. Yeah, that, that's been a while. So a lot of times your pretzel breaks in the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's still amazing. But also soft pretzels and oh, the warm soft cheese pretzels. sauce. Yeah, that's but, it. That's but pretzels and the harder cheese sauce stuff is good too, like the pub cheese or whatever. They right, call it. pub cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's that good stuff's too. that stuff's incredible. Um, yeah. So another one is, I mean, I'm not a huge, huge egg roll fan um, or crab rangoon, but you yeah, I'm, with those, you you got to have red sauce. <laughs> Shout out, <laughs> shout out Cookie Monster with the red sauce. Um, it's a mystery what it actually is. It's just red sauce, but it's it's true. Because sweet and sour is completely different than the red sauce. Like they call yeah. it sweet and sour. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um I actually saw something really, really cool on so I'm addicted to Bar Rescue now. Uh watch <laughs> the old ones, new ones, all of them. They made this pizza, and apparently it's specific to the Northeast, and, you know, I I don't know if it's, you know, really popular or not, but they had, like, a tomato basil type of, um, tomato basil or vodka colored sauce in the middle, right? 
And so and then they had a pizza and they cut out the center of the pizza. You know what I mean? So there's no center. And yeah. then they slice the pizza in normal slices and then you dip it in that. So pizza, I mean, is not one of your typical ones, but especially when we were fat linemen, uh, pizza and <laughs> pizza and or college, pizza and ranch was always a go to. Yeah. Um, especially shitty pizza like we yeah like and pizza shuttle and papa john's the only thing that even puts it on the scale is the garlic sauce oh, the garlic true. butter that you can dip it in true that's like they had their pizza very mediocre the sauce the garlic sauce is phenomenal yeah just garlic it's literally butter. just butter and garlic <laughs> uh what was the one i just had one in my mind um oh this is what I'm going to go a completely different direction. And I haven't had these in forever, but French toast sticks and syrup. Oh, yeah. That's a good dipper. That That is huge. And, I mean, we could go into we, – we've done it before. This isn't what I'd exactly be talking about, but obviously cookies and milk. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really – the dipping – milk's – you can't categorize <laughs> milk as a dip, though, I don't think. <laughs> the milk's not a dip at all. <laughs> While you're thinking of those French toast sticks, those reminded me of – did you did you ever have dungaroos? Dunkaroos or dungaroos? Dunker- dun- 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 <laughs> it's, it's, dun- <laughs> it's just Paul Pierce food, you dip them in. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to answer your question, I had dunkaroos. The little yeah. things in the they're like cookies that you dipped in like ice crust icing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty big time. I'm sure we're we're forgetting a lot. A lot of appetizers clearly um, mm-hmm. will will have dippable because up here they do. You know, we could talk about fried pickles and yep. ranch. Not up here, but um, in Kansas, there's a ton of different places have fried pickles. We got them up here too. But also cheese curds they yep. do with ra- so they do with ranch or marinara here. Yeah, I've had them in both. And yeah. I like both. It's fun to have different variations of sauce. Like you can have one and marinara, and then go one to ranch. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still undecided on which I like better. Like I always get both too, and I'm like, shit, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the one I s- want to steal the idea. I think I've talked about it before. Is like the restaurant that has just dipping sauces. You know, like you order fries, and it's a big thing of fries, and then you have like ten different dipping sauces on like a little rotating yeah. thing. Yeah. Which would be incredible. um, Fries for me are up there, but I I can definitely still eat fries plain. But Mm -hmm. um, I need, I mean, I'm going ketchup if it's available at most costs. Uh, If we're having them in the car, I'm kind of a little distraught. I don't have, you know, you don't want to make them. Another one we had in high school a lot was Bosco sticks. Bosco? Yeah, you never had them, Pat Bosco sticks. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, they, all they were was breadsticks filled with cheese. We called oh, them no. Bosco we sticks. Ha- we had those. They weren't called Bosco sticks, though. Okay. <laughs> I think they're just called stuffed breadsticks or something. Maybe like that's that. just maybe that's just a North thing. Um, but we had them, and those were obviously super good. Um, mm, super and- good by school hunt standards. Yeah, they were pretty good though. They were frozen in the middle. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I've just gotten to think about how many different things I've I've been dipping, and we could invent stuff um, in general, and and I'll find myself just dipping almost anything in anything. Like I'm always dipping my bread in my like if I get over easy eggs, mm-hmm. like that 
soaking up that bread or you're eating pasta and I'm dipping um, my bread in the pasta in the like an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, you have to do that. If you have a side of bread, you have to sop up whatever you're eating with a piece of bread usually. Right, right. Or, I mean, we used to go, or we still do sometimes, is we'll have olive oil for the bread um, mm-hmm. if it's out before uh, as well. And I'll even dip some of that bread sometimes in soup or something like that, too. <laughs> yeah. so, grilled so cheese like, and tomato soup. You oh, have to dip man. the grilled cheese in the tomato soup for sure. That's 100%. It's really the only time I'll eat tomato soup. To be completely honest, yeah, um, I couldn't imagine ordering tomato soup at some restaurant without grilled cheese with it. Like just I, eating a bowl of tomato soup would seem absurd to me. It was. I got it in actually semi recently um, without a grilled cheese. It might have been at Panera uh, on like a Lent Friday, oh, and yeah. I just I just didn't want a grilled cheese. But then I made sure though I got bread, so yeah. I was essentially doing it without a grilled cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Yeah. Sure, there's a million more. Yeah. But I don't know what else we're going to talk about today. Well, we can um, we can pretty much wrap up here. Go with the... Yeah, we forgot to mention at the very beginning that neither of us are having a beer, so kind of oh, slacked yeah. on that part of the podcast. We did. We were in a whole thing. Chil- uh, Curtis threw us off by with the late... Uh, we had to... Yeah. The late leave, but um, audible at the line. I did have it. I did have it. I did have an orange Powerade. Um, okay. been, been drinking it. Powerade's <laughs> Powerade Zero. Nothing too much to comment. Comment <laughs> on that. Super solid. <sighs> I don't know. Um, one thing too that I was gonna say, and this can be my last call, and maybe we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. That I forgot to mention in. Uh, the NBA talk was that video of Drake walking off the court oh and he's like God. shaking his head, like super distraught and like distraughtly giving fans high fives and stuff. Like he just gave it his all out there and he's still <laughs> lost. I was dying at that video. And I think Kurt said something like, this is me after every K-State loss, which is so true. But what's what's awesome about it is if he's actually, you know, like he's been annoying, right? Like he's yeah. been annoying. But if he actually, I mean, he looks like he actually is a super big fan. He's obviously talked about him for a while. It's not one of the fake, dri- yeah. you know how he's been a fake how, fan how of every just- team. He curses everybody else by somehow being a fan of them. <laughs> yeah. So he did look super distraught, but it was funny. He looked like a little kid or, or somebody. So is, is this the ultimate Drake curse if Toronto makes it this far, has a 3-1 lead, and blows it with the entire Warriors team hurt? So does he – okay, great question. If they lose, so say they lose Thursday, and then I think game seven Sunday, which – that pisses me off to no end when games yeah, are like that. There's no point. Um, if game seven, does he wear warrior stuff? Or at least like something underneath his stuff? Yeah, I don't know, but he tr- he did that in one of the games, right? Or <laughs> I don't know. Did they because he wore a Del Curry jersey? Did they win? I think so. The Raptors won. Yeah, that's what it I'm was saying. game one. I know. So you, that's what I'm saying. And he had a Durant hoodie on the other night, too, when they won. Dude, I'm telling so, you. But he also has the ultimate underneath because he has a KD and Steph Curry tattoo on his arm. 
Does he really? I didn't actually. I'm pretty know sure. That. Yeah, he has thirty and thirty-five on it, tattooed on his arm. I'm pretty sure because one of the games when he was wearing a armband, it was covering up that tattoo. Wow. So I don't know, but if they if they somehow lose this, that has to. I don't know. Does he end being a fan of sports? Does he have to at that point? The, Since everything he does and touches is cursed. Literally everything he does. That guy, the boxer, was a recent one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that got beat by that guy. By the that co- coolest human on earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my um, God. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly. Another one uh, other cool thing that just because it's not, like, that earth-shattering, but K-State's had a really good week recruiting. Um and and getting guys committed, so good to see. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing like too, nothing to freak out about in general. It's just you know, never had it before. <laughs> essentially, K State yeah, uh, in our lifetime. Early. Yeah, that to have this many commits this early in the recruiting process has never happened in the history of Kansas and State they football. Se- and they seem like good players. And it's like three of the top five or six, whatever um, Kansas players. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's always it always bothers me when I don't know why because it doesn't really matter if you have good players but it always bothered me when you know a, a first or second player in Kansas particularly specifically high school would go out of state that would always bother yeah. me it always um, bothered me when they all every single one of them went to OU OU or Oklahoma which, State yeah which OU hasn't had a they don't have a single guy from Kansas. Well, obviously, because there's only like two guys that they would even take from Kansas, probably. Yeah. But so I guess that's kind of refreshing. I don't yeah. know if they. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. So pretty it's, good but, stuff so far, I guess. Yeah. So we'll we'll see um, pretty soon, about a week. Even though we are not big into the NBA and Stanley Cup, we'll be clamoring for something because we just got baseball. Um, yeah. Which is pretty bad which is pretty brutal um to watch <laughs> the college world series stuff i've been watching a little bit which is a little more exciting just because the the all or nothing that it's at this point yeah. in the season and how excited guys get when they just <laughs> they walk one walk one off and just pimp job like no one's <laughs> ever seen before it's there have been awesome. so many late inning homers in those games yeah. Like I, f- I feel like every day there's a huge one. Like a team's up six to five. That was a tech game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's not a walk off, it's at least like in the eighth or ninth. Um, somebody hit a massive one. How about that Vanderbilt pitcher? Uh, he had 19 Ks, I believe, in a perfect game or a no hitter. Sorry, did you see that? I don't think I did. Oh, see, you guys. I think you were traveling or um, was during the bachelor party. Um, did anything? Speaking of that, did anything? Or let the next guys talk about it? Is there anything specifically they, that happened? Mm, no, not that I can think of or remember, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let them talk about it if they want the, to. The one thing I saw is I woke up Sunday morning, and I'm looking at Snapchat, and I see Nick's Snapchat, and I swear they had talked about getting like a bunch of rooms at the hotel. And anyways, yeah. it's like at 4 a.m., Nick's still awake and in the room, or he's just recording. And there's no less than nine, eight or nine guys in one room, like <laughs> sprawled out, like on the couches, bed, in chairs. You and Dom are in chairs. Yeah, because we got back and um, we had three rooms. And I don't know how many of us there ended up being, 
but it's always a challenge to see who can stay up the latest or who's still up for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. So we were just sitting around there talking till like 4 a.m. And then um, <laughs> Dom started to fall asleep a little bit, I guess, or I can't remember. Kurt, obviously, was already passed out on the bed. He had been long gone for like three hours at that point. <laughs> but we had two rooms and no one knew where the other third room key was. So oh, we just no. had an empty room, but we finally got Kurt up or I can't remember who had it. So we finally got over there and we had rollout rollaway beds too that they brought up. We had three Oh of them. shit. So we, we had a spot for literally everyone to sleep, but yet people basically slept in the same bed. Like so at like at like five AM when you made it over, did you have your own bad bed? Yeah. Oh, that's solid. And then yeah. slept for five hours. I mean, granted you're hungover shit, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> yeah. but Yeah. But yeah. Or uh, any stories that come about in the next podcast you can look forward to listening to, I guess. All right, yeah, we'll we'll tease it. We'll tease it for Dom and Trey. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I got. Can't think yeah. of anything else. So Yeah, that's all that's pretty much uh good for me too. Look forward for my uh just final pieces. Um I'll get the uh chip review out this weekend. Uh supposed to do it last weekend, but um we'll get one out this weekend and uh we'll see how it goes i'm i'm excited to try them <laughs> i'm excited but I, did i snap it to you guys i don't remember i can't remember oh uh, yeah hopefully not because i want it to be a surprise yeah hopefully I mean, not i can't remember anyway if you did so it would still be a surprise all right well that's all i got all right, all right well we'll see you guys next week you can look forward to hearing from Dom and Trey on Friday, I guess. I think that's the plan, so (laughs) see you later. See ya.